2: It's just a philosophy of like, why not me? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why, why can't I do it? Someone mm-hmm. has to do it, so why not mm-hmm. me? And what I've learned doing my podcast, the diverse podcast, if you want to listen to that, mm-hmm. um, or doing these events, talking mm-hmm. to people, is really interesting. People who've done incredible things. We've all, absolutely everyone, LeBron mm-hmm. James, Christiana, mm-hmm. Rilla, everyone, has sat there and out with themselves. Yeah. So when you think about it that way, you think yeah. even the best of the best, yeah. they're just figuring it out, Elon Musk, is figuring it out just like I am. Yeah. Welcome to The Takeoff Show.
3: If you want to take off in your career, your finances, and your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Wherever you are in the world, do enjoy the show. Welcome to this episode of Takeoff Podcast. Glad to have you. I have a very, very special guest in the building, Toby, who is the founder of Diverse. Uh, So Diverse basically helps underrepresented young people, either at uni or um, elsewhere, to basically help them land Roles at some of the top companies in the world, such as American Express, Capital One, and Toby's very, very passionate about this. And I'm very, very excited to have him on board today. How are you doing today, bro?
2: I'm amazing, man. I'm amazing. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. You were kind enough to come to (laughs) one of my events the other day, so I'm returning the favor. Yeah, Um, yeah, no, it's been
3: good, man. man. That That was that was good actually. That was a good event. I I I very much enjoyed enjoyed that. And it actually gave me a lot of buzz. Uh, doing that Right, you get that yeah. feeling, right? That's yeah. why I love
2: what I do You know, mm. you give that advice That like you get people live Hear some comments mm-hmm. I don't know, it's nothing like that feeling
3: Exactly, exactly You, you can't really uh, take away from that So before we get into a bit more about you I always ask everybody this question What's your worst financial mistake?
2: Oh yeah, I noticed you asked this a couple of times So <laughs> I didn't have a thing I was like, you know what? I, I was like, you know what? I've not made too many and mm. part of the reason was, you know Uni especially we didn't have a whole lot of money to be okay. making mistakes with. Yeah. So, you know, there wasn't too many. But I do distinctly remember, and I'm, I'm glad I'm sharing this, because mm-hmm. I think other people can learn from this as well. Yeah. Um, me, and, me and my best friend, it was the second year of uni. I went mm-hmm. to Loughborough Uni. Mm-hmm. Um, we, were, we were in my room and playing Rayman on the PlayStation PlayStation okay. 4. And uh, I was getting into it. <laughs> Love Rayman. Great, game, yeah. great yeah, game. It was a great was game, yeah. Um, got a call from Santander, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, someone's trying to... Uh, hack into your account we mm-hmm. just need to verify a few details mm-hmm. I was like ah, it's long I'm about to complete Rayman mm-hmm. um, this just happened a while ago I got a message from Nationwide mm-hmm. Standard I know, what, I know what this is all about just mm-hmm. let me know what I need to do and the guy, my man's like yeah. we're just about to send you a code <laughs> just read the code let me know what the code is I like yeah. cool alright let me get to it text message come through mm-hmm. 5682 tell him. he goes okay thanks very much uh, about to get this cleared up we're about to send you another number Yeah 2731 Wow Send a text to him And then I put my phone down Go back to playing Rayman And I get a funny, funny feeling mm. Funny feeling And then I was like Nah, I'd be fine Then I get a call, another call mm-hmm. From Santander And they said Oh Toby, this is Santander We've noticed some strange activity On your account mm-hmm. I'm like No, no, no You just called me mm-hmm. And they're like We didn't call you <laughs> oh, gosh And so That was a lesson So I lost 500 pounds. Wow. 200 pounds and 300 pounds. Wow. Might not sound like a lot, but in yeah. second year uni, we Yeah, that's broke, a lot at university. That's game changing. Wow. I mean? That means we ain't going out for a couple months. Oh my gosh. So that was devastating. That was devastating. But um, shout out to Santander if you're listening. Got my money back <laughs> Santander, that's great. That's great. So it's all good. It's good
3: good. customer service. So good. I, I use Santander. Very, very good customer good, service. Man. It sounds like that, yeah. that's good. Oh wow. But wow. I'm
2: glad I shared that because. You know, Mm. that happens to people, and I I felt really, really bad about it. But Mm -hmm. you just got to remember they rarely call you. And if they do, you can just say, Look, I'm going to call you back to make sure that's totally fine.
3: Yeah, no, you know what's what's so funny about that? Um, You remind me of a situation that happened to me. I think, I can't remember who it was, but it was one of my utilities um, years ago called me and they asked me for my password. And I was about to give it to them And I just turned off the phone I was like That's weird Why why would they just call me Just to ask me For my password to verify I was like No They're very slick actually uh, These days Um, I've had another recent one That happened with Amazon Where They you know They do the Mm. whole text To make you like Oh my god Like Some, somebody's done something on your account click yeah. it gives you, you that it quickly. exactly it gives you that sense of fear and that's where it doesn't give you the time to think yeah. which is why you you go into the mistake um, but yeah definitely definitely get that one okay but it's good you. you haven't steered no, into I'll too many
2: financial mistakes oh my gosh
3: um are you able to give us an insight into what your day in the life is like at the moment
2: yeah, so for anyone that, that doesn't know, I'm the founder of, of diverse, as you said off top, mm-hmm. um, free careers community mm-hmm. for say black, Asian, ethnic minority mm-hmm. students and graduates, young professionals here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we just help them get jobs. Yeah. So uh, we do careers events. We do. We've got a podcast, the Diverse Podcast. Mm-hmm. We've got lots of guides on how to network for jobs, mm-hmm. how to interview for well, and then we've got a job board with okay. employers who are really focused on and committed to diversity and inclusion. Okay. So they're working with us to try and tap into our, mm-hmm. our audience that we have. Yeah. And they super committed to diversity and inclusion. They recognize that mm. they want to help us support our community, which yeah. is really, really nice. Mm. And you're in a world now where Lots of companies putting out these statements. <laughs> <It's very laughs> yeah. Amazing. The ones that we work with, we we kind of ask them to back it up with action. So yeah. for example, they give us exclusivity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at times, not always, but mm-hmm. you know, two weeks window where the jobs are only open with us. Okay. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Or we'll do like events or mm. we'll connect them directly to the recruiter. to okay. Have a chat, things like that. Okay. To really, really make a difference. You know, okay. people are underrepresented and we just want to bridge that gap. So day in the life, um, wake up about, Four to seven. Okay. So I'm an early rise. I'm a morning yeah. person. Wow, that's um, early. <laughs> I'm, I'm useless, bro. I'm useless after three p.m. Okay. I've got, I've got a philosophy now that I should probably only work to like two p.m. Okay. Okay. But I'm not okay. There six yet. hours.
3: I think I heard six hours is enough. I think that was good? it the Spotify uh, CEO? I think he said you've only got between. I think he said between five to six hours creative time. After that, it's downhill. Ah, okay. I think that's what he said. He said it was a short time limit. It wasn't like yeah. eight nine hours. Like that's sort of you know. Times and amounts of um, time that we work, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, between five to six hours, creative time that you can actually actually do work. That makes me feel good. Yeah, in <laughs> at
2: four pm is dead. So yeah, yeah. It's been in this podcast is at <laughs> seven pm. Who knows what I have But wake up quarter to seven, mm-hmm. um, just get straight down to it. And yeah. I just want to tell you about my breaks actually. So I usually mm. break at like half ten, okay, and then have a break again for lunch mm. at twelve, and then I'll do okay. a bike ride. Uh-huh. At like every single day I need to do a yeah. bike ride To refresh my mind At like okay. uh, three mm-hmm. And then in between um, You know Might might do a podcast recording Okay I Might write a newsletter That goes out Okay um, Might do an SMS A lot of copywriting Okay meetings with young people that's what i love doing events okay. and that sort of thing but yeah i, I try to keep my calendar a little bit light i don't want to have too many meetings unnecessarily interesting so i try and try and yeah. do that yeah, yeah
3: wow very methodical why is it so methodical like you got your quarter to seven you got the 10 30 meeting you got your bike ride every day and then wow wow it has why to is be, that I mean, is that deliberate of i'm guessing course. It sounds yeah like it so is, yeah. i feel like you have to right oh, yeah. if
2: you're so when i started i was a one-person mm-hmm. entrepreneur yeah. luckily now I've just expanded got a couple of employees for the first mm-hmm. time which mm-hmm. is cool but That's um yeah. you gotta be if you're going to be a one-person startup or a small team you got to be on it you've got to yeah. be lean you got to be efficient yeah. you got to block time mm-hmm. so every hour of the calendar is blocked out yeah. with certain tasks okay. and that, that time was is based on my priorities so okay. it's got to be like a army out here <laughs> I mean, it's a military operation, <laughs> <laughs> Very, that, military that's, that's, operation. That, that's how you gotta do it you yeah, know? Like yeah people look at it and say mm. how is it that, how are you didn't work with all these employers at a yeah. small scale that's mm. the only way I've, I've seen to make that work okay yeah. wow that is okay
3: we're gonna de- delve deeper into this and how you actually do this and how you actually got to the stage but just take me back a little bit what what did you actually do before you started uh, diverse
2: yeah so I started off um i Went to Loughborough University, graduated mm-hmm. 2017, and mm-hmm. I worked at BT Sport. Okay, so what was what was it that you studied? Economics. Uh, okay, economics. Okay, economics, okay. Yeah. so you
3: have kind of like a slight tendency to to business in a way. Okay, in a way, Ooh. yeah. I think
2: yeah. it just helps you understand how money money mm-hmm. operates in the world. Yeah. It's yeah. There's only so many things you take from your degree, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The analytical thinking, maybe. But um, mm-hmm. I worked at BT Sport, so mm-hmm. did things like manage the Apple the mobile app the mm-hmm. BT support app. I worked in business development. Yeah. The first job I had was actually in the team that sells to pubs and bars. Okay. And hotels. So <laughs> okay. my job was just to go around there. Really? And like check out. Have a, and have a pint as well. <laughs> and, and life's good. Do you know what I mean? I can't yeah. complain. Um, so I did that for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then the last job I had was in partnerships. So okay. I was between sort of BTE and mm-hmm. um, tech companies like Google and Amazon. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I loved it for a while. I learned mm-hmm. a lot. But then it got to a point where I was like, you know, is that all I'm going to be doing? You know, helping Google and Amazon and and, um, Microsoft earn just a bit more money. Yeah. If if I left, if I get hit by a bus, they would just replace me the day after. (laughs) That kind of dawned on me. Sounds so dire. It's true though, man. That that, that dawned on me, you know, especially during the pandemic when Mm -hmm. you have so much time. I think it's the same for a lot of people. So much time to just sit and think about what you really, really want. Mm -hmm. And I was like... I want a bit more, I want to have yeah. an impact, yeah. you know, I feel like I really did something. So okay. that's what,
3: what happened. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, that's a great story. So I'm wondering, where, where at what point did you get the, um, you know, the idea for Diverse at that point in your journey where you were working at the BT? Was it literally right at the end, in the middle, or you just always wanted to do this and then you just finally took the plunge uh, during pandemic?
2: I think I've always been passionate about, Helping out Mm. young, I think especially Mm. young black professionals. Mm -hmm. Um, While I was working there, I volunteered on a program, which was for people who are out of work, out of education. And essentially, it was like a microcosm of what I do now. Mm. So I would go in and I would set up like an assessment center. I would do like mock interviews and things like that. And I walked away and I did that three, four times. I was like, that feeling is incredible. That feels more fulfilling than what I'm doing on my day-to-day basis. Okay. I was like, I want more of that. Okay. You know what I mean? But I never really had the idea. If you like, okay. it. it all happened by accident. I okay. think this is the first lesson. Yeah. People sort of write down loads of ideas. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, i got to try and find my <laughs> business idea. You know, I've got to come up with something no one's yeah. ever seen before. That's not the way I think most good businesses are started. It's okay. usually started by looking at problems mm-hmm. that probably you experience mm-hmm. and then finding a way to solve that problem. Okay. So... I, uh, because of the pandemic I obviously wasn't commuting mm-hmm. so That gave me a lot of time back You know I just told you I'm a m- morning person Yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got that three hours time? Exactly <laughs> What do I do Can't watch Netflix right there So Gotta, gotta do something and, mm. and I just started putting out content mm-hmm. I remember what happened actually I was really annoyed mm. I remember it was BBC one day and mm. I was in the living room on tv there was three different points that was made yeah They're all about uh, black people in the uk okay and one was that one was um because of the virus there's the, that group of people are more likely to be in long-term unemployment yeah point number one i was yeah. like all right that's that's annoyed me a little bit right yeah now. point number two uh, more likely to uh, suffer from long-term mental health issues yeah annoyed me as well and then the third point was mm. we're literally more susceptible dying from the virus yeah, so i was yeah, like yeah. you know what i'm done now there's one too many <laughs> and i thought you know what can i do what can mm. i do okay i've done internships placements grad schemes engineering level mm-hmm. roles that's what i know mm-hmm. and let me just help people do that yeah. So i just started creating free content so okay. linkedin posts website mm-hmm. just free content so i'd helping people get jobs and mm-hmm. got that great feeling again yeah and so it all happened by accident okay. and it wasn't until i had this big community this big audience where i was like hold on and I think because the virus a lot of people needed that support yeah I was like hold on what I could monetize this right like Mm -hmm. they're all there looking for opportunities yeah then you got a load of companies that would be willing to pay to advertise that audience so Mm -hmm. you just put a job board in between okay and then because of what happened last year Mm -hmm. with uh, Black Black Lives Matter movement and SARS Nigeria George Floyd as well massive focus on diversity and inclusion yeah and it's not easy for employers to hire mm-hmm. um, or, or attract diverse talent. Yeah, and yeah. And I can help them with that, essentially. Yeah, wow, wow,
3: wow. That is, that's crazy, 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 crazy story. And I love the fact that you said that it was like almost like a Eureka moment. It wasn't like some sort of pre-planned, pre-ordained Way to, um, to get And I feel like what, what you said You said a very important point In terms of um, You know People trying to find This fantastic idea Sometimes you actually Will never know Until you you try People are so stuck On the idea stage They don't want to do The execution Or try Or even try to fail But you you just like This is a problem I want to solve Let me go about Trying to solve it You know And you were Passionate You weren't just Trying to make money You were actually Passionate About solving the problem And then you feel Actually I can also Make money from this Win win Right. Um, so I just was wondering. But just, just on that, the, mm.
2: the passion's so important, mm. right? Like yeah. This, this Steve it's Jobs' super, photo is it's like. super passionate. It, yeah. It, it, it. You have to be passionate if you're going to go into business because yeah. any rational person would quit when it yeah. gets tough and it will yeah. get tough. Right? It will always get tough. It, it always gets tough. It always gets tough. And, yeah. and just in terms of the, like coming up with business ideas, mm. it's so difficult to go out there and just mm. come up with the next Twitter or the next mm. Facebook. Yeah. Instead, what I think is, it makes sense for me, look at what already makes money. Look, mm. look at what already is a thing. Yeah. So a job board is already a thing, yeah. you know? Sponsorship is already a thing. Mm-hmm. Newsletter, paid newsletter, already a thing. Mm-hmm. And then put your spin on that. Yeah, so I think everyone wants to get to that point where <laughs> that YouTuber, that that podcast, making that money. Yeah, yeah, Most people have that thing in between that bridges the gap, yeah. which is like an yeah. agency or something that makes money in a normal way. Yeah, and that fuels your ability yeah. to try and yeah, do, do the other crazy thing. Yeah, well. yeah.
3: That's that's quite smart. Okay, I've, I've got a lot of questions to ask you. So the job board. Where did that idea come from? To, to, for, for the job board Where was the inspiration Why do you think Job board and nothing Nothing else
2: Yeah I mean Like, like I said it's, it's, mm. a, it's a thing that mm. you, If you're going to go to an employer it's And you've got this crazy idea Or, or something mm. that's intangible It's hard for them to Say yeah let's go into business Let's make money When okay. you start with Okay, got this job board. Okay, I'm used to that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, we've got a community of underrepresented Black and Asian ethnic minorities, and we're providing them with this support in the forms that they understand through video and, and mm. media and podcast content. They're like, they put two together and they okay. they love it. So okay. that, that's just kind of where it, where it came from. And wow. talking to candidates as well, mm-hmm. right? Like. I'm 27 now, so i have a bit far removed, but mm-hmm. just talking to people and finding out what they mm-hmm. want, they're like, yeah, we see all these diversity statements, but we want to find out who's really about it because mm-hmm. we're socially conscious. Okay. So you just put it together, you know. Okay. So, wow, well,
3: so you're kind of like the companies that actually work with you, you're like, actually, no, these guys are actually putting action behind their words because actually they are advertising their roles on with us, exactly. right? So they actually are, they're not just saying a statement and they're not doing anything, wow. that's, that's And their time as well, right? Yeah. Like there's one thing to put your money into it, but yeah. it's
2: another thing to come to my events, you yeah. come to a podcast, give up your time and give yeah. advice. And any employers listening, trying to figure out what to do, mm. focus on what you know yeah. and, and help them understand how to get a job at your company yeah. or what different roles are like or mm. what you're doing, right? Yeah, and Understand personal finance. Just, yeah. just help first and then yeah. ask after that. Okay, fantastic, fantastic.
3: Very, very interesting. Um, in terms of clients... Who was your first client? Are you able to to tell us Um, Your first client
2: was And how did you get them?
3: That's what I'm even more interested in
2: knowing (laughs) Well I'll tell you the first Mm. big clients Like Mm. I had some smaller agencies in the beginning But Capital One was probably the first big company That like really believed in me And so I, I really, really, really do appreciate that. Mm. Um, and then mm. after that, yeah, some more big names: Warner Media, Days mm. Now, BlackRock, Capital One. Mm. I can rattle them off. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. But, um, mm. How did I get them? So all pretty similar to business, mm. all this okay. all similar way mm. and very, very simple. You'll see all my philosophies are very, very simple. I don't <laughs> like to overcomplicate things. I don't think I'm a genius. Simplicity um, is the way um, forward, simple. I think, yeah. What's the What's the great thing about B2B, right? Mm. If anyone out there has got a B2B business or wants mm. to build a B2B business, mm-hmm. which is what I would recommend for your first business, mm. um, is that you can, how amazing it is, you know the title of the person that you want to sell to. Yeah. You know... Mm. You can find that email address. Mm -hmm. There's this amazing place with millions of people on there, which is just for this type of thing called LinkedIn. Yeah, just happens to exist, you know. (laughs) And you can just dive into that, Mm -hmm. connect with someone, slide into the DM, and strike up a conversation. It's just the most incredible thing. So pretty much all of my business has come from. Um, just finding, finding uh, talent acquisition leaders at these companies okay. on LinkedIn and then having a phone call to to talk to them a video call okay. and be- again because of the pandemic everyone mm. sat at home okay. so that's just they're just sat at home waiting to call like it's a normal normal thing now and in terms of strategies and tactics people probably listening thinking mm. you know, how, what's, the, what's the B2B sales what's the key to success there mm-hmm. the way I did it is the way I've what I've done is I've learned from others so I needed an accountant so i called up a few different accountants to try and see who to, to go with right mm-hmm. and the way i don't know you probably spoke mm-hmm. to a lot of accountants in your time but the mm-hmm. way they sell to you mm-hmm. is by offering you financial advice okay. on the call okay. and so they're like oh i basically just saved you a thousand pounds now because that advice okay, had, oh, okay great okay. oh i'm only a hundred pounds a month so then in your head you're like mm. oh you've actually just saved me that already so yeah. I, I have the same philosophy okay. when i talk to businesses i'll reach out to them and I say um because everyone's worried that you're going to waste their time. Yeah. So you got to succinctly tell them you're not going to take too long. So it's mm-hmm. a quick call. Mm-hmm. And you want to add value to them. Yeah. Right. Which makes me feel better because I because I feel guilty if I take someone's time away yeah. and I try and sell something. Yeah. I'm not salesy, so yeah. that, that would make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. I'm going to, for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. hear about your strategy around mm-hmm. hiring Gen Z talent. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and give you some advice I spend okay. all my time talking to them. So I'm mm-hmm. going to see what I can do to help you with that. Okay. So my strategy is I'll, I'll go in and I'll give them some tips. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, it really resonates with them. And then yeah. you go from there. So that's that's my strategy, you know, go and add value. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, try and close your stay after that. It's the okay. same philosophy with the candidates. Okay. Help them first and then ask all them to apply right. the job. It's the same philosophy. Okay. Simple, wow. right? <laughs> yeah, wow. So <laughs>
3: it sounds like you can consult offering like consultancy service in a way in obviously a way. yeah it's it, it, kind of right yeah. that's that's the word for it right um so you give them some assistance with some stuff you review their strategy and actually it's it makes sense because who they're targeting is you they're targeting you so who better then to talk to you that's <laughs> about right. it, right? That's right. right? Yeah. You can say, yes, you're targeting me and this is what I, you know, sort, sort of need and this is what I want. And then from there, you'll also say, actually, by the way, I also have a community of all these people like me there that you're after. You. That's fantastic. Yeah, so that don't, is fantastic. don't try and
2: sell. I don't think I'm the best <laughs> salesman in the world, so I don't try and sell. And I go yeah. o- overly honest as well. Yeah. I'm like, this is how many people we got, <laughs> you know, that they need support. That's why they're with yeah. us. So they're not all, you know... Um, walking around, getting jobs left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. they need a bit of support, you know, here's the price, do you want to go for it or not? And um, I think if you go for radical honesty, especially yeah. in the world that we're in now,
3: yeah, you'd be surprised, man. I feel like honesty is definitely the best policies, like, is like what they say. Um, and especially, like you said, these days, because these people, you don't want to waste their time. You know, you just want to get straight to the point point. say, this is what I'm trying to do. But at the same time, you don't want to come appear transaction you want to care about what they're doing you do care which is why why you're reaching out to them so I was just thinking so one of your clients american express so say i wanted to apply to one of their grad roles what what would i need to do to give myself the best chance to you know land land a,
2: a grad role there yeah no this is a good question and like i think a lot of the companies i've mentioned they are competitive right it is mm. a difficult to get these jobs mm-hmm. so anyone who does apply and doesn't get them don't feel bad sometimes mm-hmm. I look at these jobs and I think damn would, would I get them if yeah, I applied like yeah. I'm, I'm kind of an expert in this stuff now, but mm-hmm. would I get it because it's competitive right mm-hmm. so you know that's the first thing I would say don't feel disheartened if you if you don't get it but um because of that because of that right we've got to look at it from the employer's perspective yeah they're going to get a lot of applications mm-hmm. oftentimes they come to me and say Toby we don't want many more applications. We want to find the right people that really want to work here. Okay. So that's the first lesson, right? You get lots of people uh, who go and apply to these jobs and they give these, like, generic, like, robotic answers. Yeah. They'll say the things that they think the company wants to mm-hmm. hear and they just, like, get it over and over and over again. Yeah. Why do you want to work here? And they just repeat something <laughs> they've seen on the about page or something and just... It, it, they, <laughs> they can just see all the way through it. Yeah. And I don't blame the students because they... They think that is what the employers want to hear they don't they want you to be yourself they want you to be unique and yeah. that's the best way to stand out yeah so if you can essentially get as personal as you can as, as mm-hmm. you as much as you're comfortable with mm-hmm. that will really really help you stand out and just an exercise to go through if I asked you why do you want to work at American Express mm-hmm. and you just gave me a cut, a cut, a cut answer from the website mm-hmm. I would say to you what would you say if you were in in the pub with your friend Or at the bar <laughs> with a friend Or on a date or something And mm-hmm. they ask you Why you want to work there They always give fantastic answers When yeah. you say that Like okay. what is the real reason What is the real like, reason for yeah. Warner Media for example There was someone who uh, You know She just gave a boring answer I'm like this is Warner Media This is like the most fun place <laughs> Do you know what I mean They got all the best content In the world and uh, she said, you know, when I was younger, um, I grew up watching Rick and Morty mm-hmm. um, with my family on the way to mm-hmm. school and it mm-hmm. made me feel like this. And I'm like, okay, they need to hire you. You know, it's that kind of thing. So get that personal, is the reason. Get, yeah. Personal, yeah. get personal. I like that. that, that yeah. that's,
3: that's how to do it. That is very true. And I think for a lot of grads, when I think when I take my, myself back to grad, that was a while ago now, seven, eight years yeah, so ago. Me. <laughs> um, but when I take myself back, I think a lot of that comes down to confidence. You know, I think a lot of it, you are trying to impress the company, but you're not also realizing that actually they're trying to look for the best talent too. So they also want to equally impress you, but you don't see it like that. You're just seeing it as like, I need to get any like big job that I can get yeah. so I can get paid. But you're not, you don't see, you don't value yourself as much then. But whereas if you do value yourself, I think you're going to be a lot more honest and you're going to give the sort of right answers. So it's, it's definitely like I think there's definitely a bit of a gap, which is where I think you're definitely filling in by giving that education and also um I was listening to a podcast today which is which was very interesting. It was talking about the fear of senior people and I think it those same fears is the same for students, right? They see big companies as these like godly, oh my god, like can I really work there? And I was I was also like this, right? So I work on one of the big four. And now that I've since I've worked there, I'm not, not to say that it's not a good place to work, I'm not trying to say that, but I definitely uh put it up on a pedestal. I put it up on a pedestal as a place of I cannot I don't think I can get there. I don't think I can even when I applied for the job, I didn't think I was good enough on <laughs> the job. That's how like like ridiculous it was. So I think sometimes you put on a pedestal not realising that these companies are full of people like me and you right okay yeah okay you might not get the job but that doesn't devalue you in any way so yeah it's very not very, that, very th- interesting there's a load of these companies yeah so honest, like, yeah I'm gonna, lots to camp, I'm
2: going let, <laughs> let you in on the secret right there's there's Google yeah. there's Facebook yeah. you know there's Microsoft mm-hmm. there's Amazon there's, that's a lot of tech companies I just named there yeah there's only one of you, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're you you're picking between them. Amazon want you to work there and not work at Google. Google want you to work there and not at Amazon. Yeah. So, you know, back yourself as well. Have some confidence yeah. in that. They need you as much as you need them. They're fighting for yeah. talent in the same way you're fighting for a job. So yeah. you kind of got to remember that as well. Yeah, yeah. No, they're very, very, very interesting. Thanks
3: for taking the time to listen to this episode. I do really appreciate your support so far. If you do want to support the production of this podcast further and you want to get early access to the next episode of the Takeoff podcast, or you want to join in in a monthly live Q&A, make sure to check out the link in my description, either pledge to my Patreon or subscribe to my YouTube membership. Either way, I do appreciate you supporting me and helping me to build the best business and finance community in the world I do hope that you enjoy the rest of this episode so a lot of people sort of you know feel like they don't belong at certain companies so you know a lot of your students they're probably looking at some of these companies you know American Express Capital One can they actually you know work here Um, and for me what it actually takes me into is there's some sense of imposter syndrome for you who's the founder of Diverse how do you overcome imposter syndrome
2: yeah, well, well, before I talk about myself, just on everyone else, what I've really learned, because mm. I've seen so many people get jobs at the absolute best places, and you realize there's no difference between them mm. and the person that's got loads of rejections that feels like they can't do it. You yeah. know, it might just be a look at your CV or something, but someone's there's listening or watching this and thinking, oh, I can't do it. I could never get to, you know, Google and I spoke to a guy who just got a job at Google who just went through all those rejections and thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I know it's tough, but you just really gotta gotta believe in yourself and keep going. Yeah. And to be honest, there's a lot of impressive people at like these companies. but yeah. You'd be surprised, <laughs> you know. Like it's not they're not from a different planet. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Like they're people too. But for me, maybe I might not be the best person in the world to answer this one okay. personally mm. because you know I've definitely had imposter syndrome. Um, in the past, I think we all go through it at times, but I don't know. I, I mean, I grew up doing athletics. I'm I'm a very competitive guy. Okay. I did I did, I did athletics. Um, okay, I did track and field for eleven years. Wow. I did a, yeah, hundred meters hurdles. I was Midlands champion back in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, back in a long time ago now, but I'm, I'm a competitive person, so <laughs> I, I I kind of walk into these scenarios, yeah, and I'm like, okay. You know, a lot of people feel a bit of doubt. You know, if you're the Mm -hmm. only person in the room that looks a certain way, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. Even if you you know you run into a few people, you think they're looking Mm -hmm. down on me because of the X, Y, and Z, Mm because of where I'm from, or because I didn't go to this school. I'm like, cool, I like that. I'm, I'm an underdog. You set the bar low for me. (laughs) You set like the bar low for me. That's easier for me to get over it. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know that I I try and come in with a bit of an edge and be like, you know what, go ahead, doubt me. Like I think in a way, like, just go in and try and thrive in that scenario. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know it's tricky, but that's kind of the way I approach it. Do yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes any sense, but maybe I'm not the best person to answer that, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like, a, it's just a philosophy of, like, why not me? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why, why can't I do it? Someone mm-hmm. has to do it, so why not mm-hmm. me? And what I've learned doing my podcast, the Diverse Podcast, if you want to listen to that, mm-hmm. um, or doing these events, talking mm-hmm. to people, is Really interesting people Who've done incredible things We've all Absolutely everyone LeBron mm. James Cristiano Everyone Has mm. sat there And doubted themselves Yeah So when you think about it that way you think yeah. Even the best of the best Yeah They're just figuring out Elon Musk He's figuring it out Just like I am Yeah, yeah So once you understand that You're like It shouldn't be Imposter syndrome anymore Because we're mm. all feeling that way Exactly Exactly
3: <laughs> Yeah I, I get what you're saying And I completely agree with it It's just like Like you said just You just got to battle through it And just go through it like you're going to feel like that but sometimes maybe be comfortable being uncomfortable um, at times I I definitely have imposter syndrome but like you I'm competitive and I just say I can do it I can do it you know yeah sometimes I'll give myself like oh okay but then the next day I'm like yes I told you you can do it you can definitely 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 do it and I think that is definitely a, a great way to um Um,
2: be so just on just on that imposter syndrome as well like i I felt it with looking around and seeing lots of competitors Mm -hmm. like i say competitors other companies raising money and getting and i'm this bootstrapped small business and you know you you have that sort of fear but then i I really thought about it and thought if you keep redefining like what your usp is Mm -hmm. and 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 who you are and like what you bring to the table you know your elevator pitch you keep redefining that until you're the best in the world, so yeah. so you, you, you kind of find a, a niche for yourself. So, no one I, I kind of learned this can create the media that I create for my company. Like any yeah. company can, anyone can go and just put together a job board, but you gotta, you know, reflect the podcast that I create, the videos mm-hmm. that I do, the events that you know, those are all things that are unique to me. Yeah, same thing if you're in a company or going into an interview, just think only you can be the best you. Yeah, you, know, you gotta redefine what that means until yeah. it's true. Um, but that that I think helps me as well, you know. Yeah, having that niche. I, I love that,
3: uh, and it, I was thinking it all this time. Like you are your own superpower. You you are unique, right? And I feel like if you are somewhere and you're doing something, you actually deserve to be there. You shouldn't doubt the reason why you're there. If you're doing well and you're getting success out of it, whether it's at like a company. Or in your own business, why are you doubting yourself? Someone's that? got, why? yeah, someone yeah, got you're got winning doing it right. <laughs> so people think you're you're yeah. you're good at doing. It. And even if you're not good at something, you can continually improve. It's that is that not being scared to fail? I think a lot of people need to get over the fact of failure. And I feel like when we were you know much younger, failure wasn't a problem. We didn't really worry about it, right? We will climb, someone will fall, we'll try, we'll try again. But yeah. as you get older, you're just so much more scared to to make mistakes. You want to just be perfect when nobody is perfect in this world
2: i just don't understand it's because kids that. as kids we live in the present moment yeah. always yeah. always 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 in the present moment mm. and there's so many moments and that's why childhood feels like it goes on for so yeah. long because we're always in the present moment yeah whereas as adult adults we worry yeah. about the future and yeah. we've got regrets about the past yeah so that's yeah. That, that what that's what stops us but for me my fear is is not trying right mm. that's the worst yeah right? I, I think but that's the worst not as well going yeah. for it yeah, yeah. End end of 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 your life. failure is is winning. What have you done? You just regretting that you didn't do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. All the great things that you do in your life Mm. will come after you fail trying something. I truly believe that. I truly believe that. Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree.
3: So you're definitely motivated. I can. (laughs) I mean, from everything you've told me, you're motivated. I mean, even just you know contacting people on LinkedIn. You know, building your own business. You know, building um, this community of um, uh, young people to get them into um, um, these companies. Where does your motivation come from, you say? Yeah, it's a a tough
2: question. I mean, I think it's, I think the only way I've been able to do what I've I've done is because it's so important to me. Mm -hmm. So in my life, you know, at whatever point I want to look back and say Mm -hmm. I had an impact. Yeah. And the thing I'm passionate about is helping out, you know, young black and ethnic minority people in the UK. That's my thing that I want to say I did, you know, and, um. Yeah, so it's just that that North Star okay. of, of 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 getting there. Like I, I, get frustrated. Like you know, it's a cliche thing that mm. black people driving really fancy cars <laughs> you know, in London we get pulled
1: over, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. a that's a cliche thing yeah. that always
2: it happens. You see it on the news every now and again. And my sort of North Star, my little like, sort of dream, I tell myself, is like mm-hmm. one day that that's not going to be a cliche anymore because yeah. there's going to be too many of us driving fancy cars. Yeah, there's I love gonna be that. too many of us <laughs> to pull over. So you can't, it's <laughs> not going to be a cliche anymore. So that, it's just like having those little North Stars that yeah. we're working towards every day when it gets a little bit tough. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you remember that. And I have no idea yeah. how people can run businesses with, if it's not like, I don't know, Selling uh, some e-commerce Like phone cases I couldn't do it I just can't do it I need to have something That I feel is important Yeah I know what you're saying
3: Like um, Some people are just Really driven by money They just want a better life For themselves And you know That's what their drive is But you're right Like I think You and I We don't don't have that kind of drive We want to make Some sort of impact And we have I think for me If If I didn't have Some sort of purpose Where it was like Helping people With financial literacy Mm. I don't think The days where It's really tough I'll continue going 'Cause there's days like I'm like, oh, shall I pack this in? And I'm like, nope. That's you, that's your goal. That's what that's what you're doing. You're making an impact in the world. And that's what keeps me going. But for some people, yeah, I guess money money's yeah. enough of
2: a novel driver. Judgment, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know no,
3: no judgment here. No. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking about challenges. What would you say has been your biggest challenge in, you know, being the founder of diverse
2: yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult. I, we don't want to make it sound like it's it's easy. Definitely, I definitely mm. feel like it can be done, but there's challenges along the way. There's a few. It's hard to come up with just one. Mm. I think, especially, it's probably true for everyone. But mm. you look at Gen Z as an audience, right? Yeah. You, you're trying to capture their attention. Yeah, you, this oh. is the thing with marketing. You're trying, you're competing. No, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Just to, you know, in the simple, simplest way, P- everyone cares about themselves, right? Mm. You, you wake up, you do your morning routine, you go to work, come mm. back, go to the gym, whatever, go on a date with the other half, or whatever. That's what you care about. Mm-hmm. Watching Squid Game on Netflix. Yeah, you know, <laughs> watching Arsenal on the weekend. That's what you do. That's what yeah. you want to do, right? Uh, what you don't want is to be hit with something and say, oh, let me grab your attention. So that's one of the hardest things to do is grab someone's attention. And what I've really learned is, you know, I've got all these great things I do for people. They're like, can I get a job? I want a job. Like people are are looking for something and in Mm. my world, it's like, they want a graduate scheme. So it's like, Mm. can you get a graduate graduate scheme? Can you help me with that? Yes, no, if not, I'm out. Do you know what I mean? You have their attention for three, four, five seconds. Yeah. So it's just that, I'm not sure how clear that was But just that idea of like um, Being really succinct In your Mm. Any of your messages Yeah um, So that they know You're not You're not wasting their time And you can help them Get to whatever that goal is I think Mm. that's probably The most challenging Part Mm. of it And then Yeah Just obviously running a business Is challenging Especially in the beginning Where you're by yourself Most Mm. of the time every single decision is just yeah. going on in here mm-hmm. whereas it's a lot easier when you're bouncing off other people and, and talking so i think yeah. that's that's been difficult because you don't want to burden you mm-hmm. know um other people too much talking about uh, your business so that, yeah. that that was challenging um but no now i've got a small team that's that's gonna go that's great how, how how
3: big is your team now
2: so we've got um, four people Okay, um, wow Mostly, yeah Wow, business yeah, must but, be good <laughs> Yeah, it's going well But yeah. we're not all full-time though So okay. it's kind of a mixture uh, okay. Part-time and uh, and that sort of thing But uh, yeah, growing nicely So wow, can't complain Wow, wow, wow And I think, you know, going back to uh, the challenges
3: of, um, you know, capturing people Like you said, we're competing with a lot Netflix, <laughs> you know, other people on Instagram You're competing with a lot of other media trying to distract people from doing what they need to do to progress their life. Or even, maybe even people like you, but not given as good content, or maybe trying to clickbait them into other stuff. So I i get why some people might be like, oh, is this really, you know, because it's a trust element, right? That's mm-hmm. why you built such a big community because they're like, actually, no, I can, I can trust this person. Putting out really good content, I'm um, able to get a job through all these all these big com- um, big companies. These big companies are actually coming out and talking to us to try and help us get. in. And then that's where the trust element comes and they just share it. And then you're able to to build your your community there because you're um, definitely authentic. I think it's it's definitely definitely very interesting marketing these days is mm-hmm. is so interesting, especially in the UK. I think it's like I was reading somewhere that UK US other areas the marketing is, is a little bit different us they're a bit more like the wow grabby grabby uk we don't really like the grabby stuff too much i don't know uh, you know I'm, I'm a little bit on the fence i think grabby still gets 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 people like i did a, a post about squid game to be fair it had I like value that, by the way. Yeah, everybody, yeah everybody everybody really loved that one yeah that took me a little bit of time but yeah like so something like that right I know what caught people's attention, <laughs> right?
2: It's contextual.
3: Do you know what I mean? But I contextualise it. If yeah. I just did a, you know, normal, like, five five things to help you be better at your finances, I would have got the likes, yeah. but it would have probably not been as impactful. So sometimes yeah, sure. you have to, you know, you have to, like, uh, tread carefully that, that line between the two and try and capture um, the attention. It's very, very, very No, you're really
2: good at it. Your channel is, is growing beautifully man so you're really good at it thank you thank you thank you
3: um so going on to a bit of career advice because we're trying to you know obviously give give them we've given them so much value from a business (laughs) point of view but from a career's point of view yeah um what would you say are the most important skills that you need to to land your first grad job
2: you know I, i just think about it from this perspective you know if i was interviewing or hiring people now and Especially for graduate jobs, they're not looking for you to have mm. a tremendous yeah. amount of experience or yeah. even, you know, you, you mentioned skills, but just off the, the the top, like if you don't have much experience... Because usually you have very clear, you know, for like me and you, you've done this job that gave you this skill. So it's nice and easy. Mm -hmm. When you're younger, it's a little bit harder. So I guess that's the first lesson. Like if you, if it's not immediately clear to you that you have a long list of skills, think about what you have done. So if you've done a part time job, if you've worked at Sainsbury's or Tesco or Mm -hmm. you've been a carer or you've done anything like that. There are a huge number of skills that you've developed, you know, customer uh, management and um, it could be marketing, business development, sales. Like, yeah. e- I think everyone needs to look at what they've done and, and have pride in it. That's mm-hmm. what I've seen so often. They're like, yeah. oh, Toby, but I've got no experience. And like, but then you ask them, they're like, oh, I did this e-commerce store, worked at, in ASOS or whatever. And, and yeah. they've, they've done all this great experience. And so I think it's just taking a bit of time to mm-hmm. reflect that, the skills that you've developed. And, yeah. In, in some ways you need to dress up nicely what you've done. Um, and there's there's a, a good podcast that I did with this guy who worked a footlocker and he was kind of just saying how, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you could just say, oh, you work a footlocker, but instead he was like, oh, but I sold shoes, but then I learned what people really valued and I cross-sold, yeah. you know, protective spray That's smart. because I, I knew that, you know, that would... People make it would think about it. Oh, I've bought, bought this lovely shoe that I want to mm. protect. So it's like he just framed it in such a great way mm-hmm. of like um, you, the skills he developed from something mm. that seems relatively simple. Yeah. But in answer to, to your question though, I think it's the ability to make fairly complicated things yeah really simple. Mm-hmm. I think that's really really important. Yeah. I think that's why you value certain degrees sometimes. Um, and I think people go into interviews and they make things really complicated because they want to sound smart Mm -hmm. and they assume the employer is smart which they are but (laughs) they weren't there at the time so they don't get what the (laughs) hell you're talking about so you know but taking something complicated and making it really simple like you were explaining it to a child Mm -hmm. in an interview I think is really really powerful that's the type of thing that I look for because that's what you have to do internally you're talking to people who are super busy Mm -hmm. they just want to know the key things the key facts they make it really really Simple, and then on t- on top of that, it's really just like being keen and being willing to learn. Yeah. You know, like they don't want you to come in and say, "I've got all these skills. I'm the best of the best. You need mm-hmm. to hire me." They want someone who comes in and say, "Yeah, I've developed these skills. I've done this. I've not done a huge amount of that, but I'd mm-hmm. love to learn. I'd love yeah. to learn from you because you've done all these great projects as well." That's the type of person you want. To yeah, work with. that sounds good. Too. I love that. That's that that of- yeah
3: that that's fantastic. That is very very true. I feel like a lot of people that go to university just don't really look at what they've done at university and what they picked up at university and apply that to their CV. It doesn't doesn't make no sense because actually a lot of what you do or a lot of the skills that you're learning from university you can actually apply it to you know work like you talk about all of this sort of analytical thinking working with others in a group to do a group project a lot of people don't think about this and how it can translate to actually just adding that to your cv just to say that you had that and also how how you talked about job in fact when you said about job i do remember also being a little bit embarrassed about some of my retail retail jobs um, in the past and i thought you know what let me just let me just add it but you're right you pick up so much valuable skills from doing that right you can communicate with a customer which is what you also have to do when you're working at any of these big companies, right? Sell, that's also a skill. Cross-sell, like you said, like all Mm. of these things are things, people think it's alien, but it's the same thing, but maybe more, you know, it's not more professional, but it's in a corporate, should we say, corporate setting. So I feel like a lot of people can't you know you know and i think that again that's where your where your platform does it talking about i, I used
2: to work <laughs> in a peanut factory man. Peanut <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that was tough that was the toughest you know <laughs> few months of my life just, like that that drive that you develop yeah. that's valuable now to this day and i just think the other thing i would mm. say is go out there and, and grab your own opportunities yeah. you know the, the you know the pandemic was at a time that, where we saw a lot of jobs mm. fall away you know the the unemployment rate obviously went up and you know if you're a young person there if you're at uni or if you didn't go to uni as well um, you're really interested in social media mm. or or let's just say someone like you really yeah. interested in personal finance yeah look at what you've done, right? Mm-hmm. Like start your own Instagram page, mm-hmm. give out free uh, advice. Be careful with financial advice, yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. create some content around that if that's mm-hmm. what you're really interested in. Or, or if you're analytical, you know, mm-hmm. going into an interview with BlackRock, you know, yeah. why not do your own analysis and yeah. say, bring to the interview, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, I did this analysis on last quarter um, and found these trends. Yeah. Just wanted to share that with you. Yeah. That's called like the brief tech briefcase technique in an interview oh, like where you, you bring something to the table yeah. that wasn't asked for yeah but you you show them that you can do the job before okay, you get the job okay. and then suddenly oh there's 10 other people here none of them did it we need to hire you know sheila that brought in that, that briefcase <laughs> with the keys to the next oh my and, you gosh know. that's fantastic I, I i completely love that i've never
3: heard of the briefcase technique very very interesting I have to talk about that a a bit more. Um, Talking about CVs, what would you say a student needs to highlight on their CV? What are some of the key things that they should highlight on their CV? Not completely going through it because I know we're talking about it, but what would you say?
2: Yeah, so firstly, I'm I'm biased. Everyone's biased. There's no (laughs) one right right way to do a CV, but I'm a big believer of a one-page CV, Mm. Just because, like some of the things we've we've been saying, um, if you can reflect a lot of information in a short, succinct way, that to me is a skill. So people are like, I've got too many things. I need to put it on three pages. I'm like, well, (laughs) that's a skill, though, to be able to... Only include what's really important. So that's the first thing I would say, try and get up onto one page. And, you know, on my website, we've got lots of uh, CV examples, successful, real examples that graduates have used. And you can just copy that sort of layout and make yeah. it really simple so that when they pick it up, they just scan through one page really quick and they can see what, what you bring to the table. Yeah. And I would just try and say with every single point, try and be ruthless in only including the thing yeah. that's going to get you that job, okay. right? And um, tailor it. So if you've got a bit of a profile at the beginning, make it really specific to the company and the role. Yeah. They hate it when they pick up CVs and they think it's not quite relevant to yeah. them and you just copy and paste it or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so make it really, really specific and then make it really action orientated. So uh, your bullet points to experience should be demonstrated this, managed this, this, achieved this all action-orientated and not, you don't need to waste space by saying, I did this, you know, you just dive straight into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make it really action-orientated so they can see you're actually responsible for yeah. driving impact. And then the, the other big thing is include numbers. So yeah, numbers, numbers are so cool. important. Yeah, really so that, that demonstrates, that makes you more credible mm-hmm. to an employer yeah, where they can yeah. see, <laughs> oh, this person really uh, turns the needle um, uh, or turns the dial rather. And you can say things like, you know, when I worked at Sainsbury's I liaise with uh, 50 people per day or you know on my Instagram account I increased it from 0 to 2,000 followers, those numbers mean a lot of things and uh, if you take away one thing from today, I guess, yeah. from what I'm saying, it's like when you apply for jobs, there's like a spectrum of people. There's like yeah. on the left here is like what everyone is willing to do and, and yes. does, which is like hit the easy apply button on LinkedIn and uh, send the same CV, a cover letter everywhere. And on the other scale, you've other side of scale, you're people that, that go outside the, the box, they go that yeah. extra little bit further. Um, you know they network they reach out to people they you know network throughout the interview process to find out those little nuggets that they can use in their, in their yeah. interview and you know they, they can kind of stand out on their cv yeah. by, by being kind of really unique and going the extra mile <laughs> that that is the key that's the key yeah. that's what you're looking for so get those numbers in nice and short and succinct and yeah super tailored i think if you do that then you'd be all right. And yeah, as I said, on my website, we've got lots of examples. So fantastic. basically just copy them. You know. Fantastic,
3: fantastic. We're going to um, add a um, link to description to uh, Diverse's website so you can have some of that resource. Um, the final question from me is, what things can a student do to thrive uh, in a big company? I know what advice I could give having worked at several big companies, but I want to know what, 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 what advice that you have for them.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love, love that question. And I spend a lot of my time, you know, getting people jobs. Yeah. So I almost don't worry about this part. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, that's, uh, that's what people really need is to get that first job and then they're, they're through the door. But yes. you're right, you've got to thrive when you get there. Otherwise,
0: you might not be there that long. Yeah. One month. Yeah, I'm kidding. Nah. That'd be crazy. Yeah, no, I mean,
2: so what, what I would say is... When uh, what happens is when you see when you're you're starting your your job as a as a young professional, what happens in business is problems. So um, my old mentor used to tell me if there were no problems in business, we wouldn't have any jobs. Yeah. Only reason we have a job is to solve problems. Yeah. Very true. When you get there, and you'll get that imposter syndrome first. You feel like you, you, you know you, you're you're struggling in some ways. Everyone feels like that. Um, mm-hmm. Then problems will arise, and you'll think, "Damn, the world is falling." <laughs> you know, this client said this. They're leaving us. That I did this wrong. I misread that, which I did a couple of times. Yeah. Definitely, um, it, it's got all hell's going to break loose. And then you go and like, you bring that problem to other people and your manager's got a load of their problems to deal with. <laughs> and they're thinking about that. And so the, the first thing really is to instead of bring a problem, bring a solution as best okay. you can. So when you're in the early part of your career, you won't necessarily have like decision making authority for a lot of things. But what you can do is is come to me as your manager and say, Toby, this thing has, got, has gone wrong because of this this is what i think we should do about it yeah and i've already talking to spoken to jessica in hr and um and and i think we should we should do this because of for these reasons and so that already puts you in this top percent because every other person on the scheme will just come to me and say toby this has gone wrong what should i do (laughs) so but you can come to me in a safe space and say this is what i think we should do um but please obviously you've got a lot more experience what would you suggest so Bring solutions, mm-hmm. not problems. That would be that would be what I would say. And and I think I, what I tried to do was always be assertive in taking on new challenges and yeah. and new projects and things yeah. like that to just constantly expand to keep getting outside of my comfort zone, um, because then you just rack up these wins that you could put onto your CV. Mm-hmm. And just going back to the CV, you want to be finding projects that you can put numbers to. So yeah. when you're applying to the next job, mm-hmm. you can be adding those to your CV. And with every single one of those projects, mm. just take it on confidently yeah, because yeah. it. Makes, I learned this like it makes no difference like when yeah. you're given, especially if you're given a project, you got to do it anyway. Yeah, so you might as, well might as well try your best. Yeah, or just act yeah. like you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You Might as well, might as well go for it. And but yeah, like we said earlier as well, be super honest because I think the one thing that's kind of unforgivable mm. in this world is like dishonesty. You're mm. much better off coming and saying, "I made this mistake, I messed up, yeah. sorry." Rather than trying to lie about it i think those are some of the big ones but uh what what do you think though well in terms of thriving i think be curious just don't
3: like you say just do the job and just be out the door be curious right learn about the company put yourself in you know i I like to say in the deep end you should because i feel like when you put yourself in a deep end that's where the most growth is going to happen if you're so comfortable you're not gonna grow as much as you need to, but if you put yourself in situations where you don't know something, that's where you actually learn, right? Because you're learning, you learn from things that you don't know, right? But if you're just doing something that you can do, and you're constantly, you're not gonna really, really, really grow. And for me, I think what helped me was that I wasn't scared to take challenges. I just took them on, even if I, even if I, if I, even if I wasn't completely confident, I still took them on. And again that enabled me to, to continue to, to grow of course I was scared I was like oh my god can I can I actually do this but at the end you know I yeah I did, I did I did learn how to do it right I learned who I could you know reach out to again you won't go through all of these things if you if you're you know living living in, in the comfort zone so yeah that's how that's how I've I've managed to thrive in my career just put myself in you know challenging situations and if somebody asked me to do it, Rather than say, no, I'm not going to do it. Even if it's a difficult task, I'll be like, okay, cool. Let me figure out how I can solve the problem. Like you say. So yeah, I think, I think that's definitely, definitely valuable advice. Thank you so much, Toby. It's been, it's been a great, great, great episode. What, what do you have planned next for diverse?
2: Just got to keep, keep growing, man. Like, um, You know, you've got to keep the main thing, the main thing. You can't, um, you can't waver too much from that North Star that I mentioned. You know, it's easy to get, we're like magpie sometimes, get distracted (laughs) by shiny things, but you kind of got to keep focusing on what's working and keep, um, I have this philosophy that as long as I do what's best for the candidates, for the Mm -hmm. students and the graduates, then it will work out because the yeah. opportunities will be there. So yeah. we just got to keep growing so we get more more students. So um, you know we are diverse.io that's that's the mm-hmm. website. Just come on, uh, sign up. Everything's free. Yeah. We've got free careers events, loads of resources and opportunities with really good employers as well. So mm-hmm. just to help as many people as you yeah. can get yeah. jobs with inclusive employers. That's yeah. the that's the goal. And then eventually yeah. more of them will be starting their own businesses as well. And mm-hmm. we wanna build that community in different ways Mm -hmm. and they'll be collaborating with each other with their businesses so it's, it's really really exciting
3: wow wow fantastic and you say you have a podcast as well yeah the Diverse yeah. Podcast You awesome. can find that everywhere Google, awesome. Apple, yeah. all, all over the place And so you have all an Instagram
2: place. page What's your Instagram handle? So we are diverse everywhere yeah. Okay
3: we yeah. are diverse Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel not, too
2: Not Twitter, not Twitter. Oh yeah Twitter, that, Twitter,
3: Twitter, Twitter, Twitter no. Careers is, is, uh, is doing alright yeah. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. a lot to do I need Yeah to... I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but You can get one of your new, new as well. employees as well Meet yeah. me on LinkedIn me as well Toby going to pay on LinkedIn
2: Or Diverse on LinkedIn
3: Fantastic, fantastic Thank you so much Toby Do you have any final words for the listeners? Listeners. I
2: think well, number one, keep listening to this uh, podcast, <laughs> and because uh, I think what you you're sharing is really, really important. I wish I knew this. I wish I at least just knew about index funds when I was little. Yeah. yeah oh that, gosh. Oh, yeah,
3: we got Episode coming up on that on that soon <laughs> uh, in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's coming so up. No, yeah. I would say that, and um, yeah, I would just lean into whatever is like unique to you. That's kind of been the theme of this a little bit, like you know, with your interviews and your applications and stuff, like. You, you being whoever you are, Mm -hmm. that's, that's what you want to reflect and, you know, try and be personal, try and be unique. Same in entrepreneurship, keep redefining what you do until you're the best in the world at it, because it's, it's so niche to you.
3: Yeah. I love that. That was definitely, that's definitely the first time I've heard about doing the refinement, refinement until you're the best in the world. I really like how you, how you put that because what you're effectively saying is that just think to yourself that you're constantly going to improve. And I think a lot of people forget that it, we've always improved our whole lives if you think about like where you came from like literally a toddler to now it's all improvement it's all development but so many people are so focused on being it now but okay let's say let's say hypothetically you became it now you became the whoever you needed to be whoever you wanted to be you made whatever you needed to right now what else would you have to do? Exactly, right. that would be a problem. Right? That would be that's very like, boring. <laughs> yeah, that's like a lot
2: of, you know, Olympians, they struggle yeah. with depression, right? Yeah. If the if you know, win a gold medal, yeah. um, you know, come back and you think, well, that's what I trained my entire life for. Yeah. So that's like a scary moment. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all about, it's a cliche, but it's all about the process of what you do. Yeah. It's all about the journey. You've got to really embrace that Mm. and 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 go for that and and you got to realize that you know you got to love the process every single day yeah you build up over time and what what I've learned and I struggle with this balance in the past of Mm. driving to get better versus being sort of happy with who I am now yeah and I kind of just learned this recently but it's kind of like um it's a balance between sort of Being aspirational, having higher Mm -hmm. ambitions, but at the same time being really honest with your expectations. You know, so expectation is, um, you know, how might be about how much money you make or how many people you get jobs or Mm -hmm. how how where you get your business. Your ambitions might ambitions might be a a lot higher than that, Mm -hmm. and and so you know. That's absolutely fine. So you just got to really embrace the journey that you're mm-hmm. going along. And, you know, you today, you're enough today. You yeah. tomorrow, you're going to be enough tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, you, you kind of can't be like, oh, I want to be that person next yeah. year. Because next year, you want to be the person next year. You got to be happy with who you are Exactly. Right now. You've always yeah.
3: got to be. And I, and I love that you're saying that, like, you just have to just be happy with where you are now. And actually, what is, what is so bad with where you are now? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously if it's in a good place If you're in a good place You know you got food to eat You can pay your bills You've got a good job you got a good f- family system Friends and all that What What is the worry What's the rush I don't understand this whole Instant gratification I think a lot of it Comes from social media A lot of I want this now I want this now So I can show off And I can say that I'm this And I'm that And I'm like
2: yeah, no, really? one, no one cares No one cares that's Really, the thing that it's I a novelty for
3: me. like a few weeks And then it's gone But no, but no one cares about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
2: I, I, I don't like sit around thinking Oh, I can't believe you said that Like, yeah. you don't, everyone think about themselves yeah. we got nothing to worry about yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one sat around thinking about your Instagram all yeah. day long They're in there. <laughs> Some people say. think that's, that's what it is They don't, like the world doesn't It doesn't roll around you yeah, is, yeah. should be a nice feeling I don't yeah. know, that, that helps me sometimes It's like we're so individually, we like we think everyone's always thinking about us. Mm-hmm. Really, no one is. Yeah. No one is. Yeah. We're all thinking about ourselves yeah. in in some simple way, you know. Yeah,
3: yeah. and I love that you say um, also um, enjoy the process because the truth of the matter is the process is always going to be happening. You know, you shouldn't think of the process as um, you know sometimes it is hard work, but you shouldn't see the process as a negative because the process will always be there. You've got to do process In anything you need to do If you want to learn a new language You have to take the time to You know If you want to invest You have to take the time to research You have to be patient With your investments If you want to build a business You have to do that If you want to build your career You know Look at the people who have You know Get to the top They've done that for 20-30 years And they're still passionate But they still have new goals At that point After doing that For 20-30 to years Because that's just What it is And that's how it will always be Right And I feel like we have to start thinking about enjoying the process. Yeah, it's course. not that bad. It's not, yeah. it's not that bad. It's really, really not that bad. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Toby. And thank you for the final words. It's been a great, great episode. I hope listeners that you really enjoyed this. You know, Toby's uh, spat a lot of gems. You know, we got a bit of entrepreneurship. We've got a bit of career guidance. If you do need, you know, help with your careers, definitely make sure to check out Toby's content. It's really, really great content. I'm also going to be tuning into his (laughs) podcast. I didn't actually know until today that he had a podcast. So I'm really, really looking forward to that and hope you are too. We'll see you next week. Amazing.